Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. I'm so fascinated with um, this thing called hope. And um, it's very interesting and it's become very interesting to me. In the past week, God has dropped very fresh deposits of hope into my life. Um, thank you, Ben. Sorry, I didn't release you. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Um, God has dropped deposits, fresh deposits of hope into my life. And because of um, a journey that my family and I have been on for the past five years, it's interesting, but I was a little bit afraid to receive what he was trying to give me. And um, this morning, Pastor Sarah brought a very timely word over my life. She's been away for such a long time. feels like forever. Um, And yet it was so on time. And um, once again this morning, I heard God say to me, receive hope that I want to give you again. Why do I share this with you? Because I know that I'm not alone going through really tough times. And I'm sure if we all reflected over our lives that some things come to your mind very quickly of difficult situations that you are in or that you have been in. Maybe you've gone through times of hardship, times of struggle, times when you're fighting against opinions of the world that just seem to war with your mind and you're continually fighting against that bully that lurks in the shadows of your thoughts. Intense financial situations, you're struggling with family relationships. And I'm here to bring you hope tonight. That victory is on your side. And it's not impossible to go through these difficult times with hope and with peace and with joy. Through this um, period of my life, God has freshly developed inside of me a great desire to see us become a people that do not get blown around and tossed about by the storms of life, but that we continually grow and establish ourselves to become those who can stand in the face of these storms and be victorious on the inside. Maybe right now, whatever you are facing, that sounds impossible. But I want to tell you that it is possible. Because with God, everything is possible. Let us not allow our circumstances to uproot our love for God and maybe turn us into cynical people. But my great desire is that we will run this race together. And when we reach the finish line, that we'll all be there looking around and we'll see our friends and family all together at the finish line. Do not let your circumstances take you out. But I pray tonight that you will have a fresh deposit of hope in your spirit. And once again, you will be motivated to run the race that's marked out for you. Let's pray together. Thank you, Father, that you are the God of the impossible. Nothing is impossible for you. Speak to us from your word tonight, Father. Our hearts are open. Our ears are listening. Amen.
Um, during the month of September in Taupo, we have an amazing festival um, that happens here, and it's called the Tuwharitoa Festival, and it's a celebration of the Maori culture in our region, and um, it joins so many people together because we go and watch our children perform on the stage from all the kindies and all the schools across our city. It's a really amazing time, and since we've lived here in New Zealand, it's something that me and my family, we've really loved this year, they had something new there that was so incredible and very captivating for me. Um, as we exited the building, they, were, they had all these beautiful Māori carvings hanging, and there were these actual craftsmen there carving out, to me, what looked like lifeless pieces of wood. But I knew that as I stood there and I watched them for quite a while, that they knew what they were doing. <laughs> On their faces, they weren't rushing. They knew, in the, they could see in their mind already what they were going to do. Their skilled hands with their chisel in hand, carving deeply these pathways into these pieces of wood and knowing exactly where to apply pressure where they needed to and which parts. And the end result was beauty and purpose. I would like to um, share with you tonight from 1 Thessalonians. If you have your Bible here with you, let's turn um, to that together. It's in the New Testament. If you haven't committed to a Bible reading plan before, let me encourage you to get amongst it. Starting the New Testament, Luke is a good book to start in. Um, but 1 Thessalonians Right at the end in um, chapter 5, verse 16 to 18, Paul is writing a letter here to the church in Thessalonica. And the church here in Thessalonica were mainly made up of new converts to the faith. And so he's penning a letter to them. And at the end of this chapter, he has these bullet points, like just these shots of um, instruction that he wants to bring across to them. And um, I think that he found these instructions absolutely essential for these new converts to lay down as foundations into their life. And so I really believe that it's definitely not out of date for us as we continue to invest in our relationship with God. Um, it's easy to look over these three verses because it's very short. Um, but I really believe as we capture this tonight, these three things can become pathways in our lives that when we put our lives in the hand of our master craftsman, that it will keep our hearts moldable, soft and pliable, no matter what season, no matter what circumstance it is that we're walking through. So let us read that together. First Thessalonians 5, starting in verse 16. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. I want to break this down and let's, let's go through this together and... Um, as we do this together tonight, I just want to remind us that everything that is available to us in, God, in God's kingdom has no limit on it. 
the more that we pursue, the more that we um, invest, the more that we um, discover, the more we get in return. Because God is a limitless God. There is never just that um, discovery of or revelation of love for you. There is always more. There is always more. And as we pursue these things, as we seek, as we discover, there's going to be more and more that will be revealed and multiplied in your life. So let's start at the beginning in verse 16. It says, rejoice always. Some Bibles, some translations say rejoice always. To me, joy is not a temporary thing, but it is a change in our attitudes. The Bible even talks about having joy in suffering, which seems a little bit weird. But this shows me that it is a change of our attitudes. Not placing so much focus on an issue, but tapping into an internal source of hope that rests inside of us. And as we start to leak out of this fullness that we have learned to adopt and our perspectives change and we approach life differently and we live full, full of joy. Rejoice always. Pray continually or pray without ceasing as some other translations say. This is a must, a invaluable discipline that we must develop in our lives. A passive mindset is the enemy's playing field. But prayer allows us to be active, to take hold of thoughts in our mind. And it encourages us to shift into action and not passivity. The most difficult times of our lives must be drenched in prayer. I love what Pastor Mark said this morning. He said, prayer allows God's divinity to consume our humanity. Why is that important? Because our humanity and our failings and our physical circumstances can be so overwhelming. But when we pray, the words that we declare into the atmosphere shift our focus from inward to outward and upward. When you don't know what to pray, when you're in a situation that feels impossible, that feels hopeless, pray what you know to be true. That God is for us. That we have a high priest who is not unfamiliar with every trial that we go through, but totally empathizes with us. He knows exactly what we are walking through. When you do not know what to pray, glorify God's name. Lift Him up. Praise Him. Worship Him in your prayer life. It shifts our focus from inward to outward and upward. This is a discipline, and all disciplines, as we know, are hard to achieve. But we have to put our minds to prayer. We have to change our language so that our eyes are continually focused on God and not on our circumstances. Giving thanks. I was reading um, through this 
thing that came up on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, the suggestion of how to change your a mindset of negativity. And one of the things that they had put on this um, day-to-day thing for a whole month was to be thankful. It wasn't even a Christian post, but look where they got it from, First Thessalonians, right there. Giving thanks. One of the things that I find um, is really difficult, especially in the culture that we live in, because maybe... It doesn't seem like it to you, but things are very easy. Things are easily accessible for us. And so it's difficult to be thankful. One of the things I am extremely thankful for that may not seem significant is I'm so thankful that my children can walk to school safely. Growing up, when I, where I grew up, I was attacked and robbed so many times, and most of those times were on my way to school or home from school. When my children can walk to school in safety and in the beauty of Topo, I am so thankful for that. But there is so much that lays dormant on the inside of us that need to be activated by a thankful heart and a thankful attitude. Giving thanks also teaches us to prophesy. The power of our words over our situations and the state of our heart is absolutely monumental. Not only giving thanks for what is around us, but what has been, or what has been done, but more importantly, learning to be thankful for what God is going to do with no time limit on Him was an absolute game changer for me. Constantly coming before the Father with the same thing. My attitude towards the situation never changed. But when I started believing in what he promises me, what I know he's going to come through for me, irrespective of time, wow, what, a, what an absolute shift in my attitude towards the situation, towards the problem. It pushed me to lift my eyes past my present difficulties to standing and believing in God's promises for my life, irrespective of the time frame I was looking at, and even though it felt absolutely impossible. Giving thanks unlocks vision and faith and hope into our world, coupled with prayer and an attitude of joy. I am convinced that you will see things shift in your world. My heart for us really is that, like I said in the beginning, as we are faced with these things in life. And he never told us that it would be easy. But he said, he said suffering will come. And we don't want to undermine what you're going through. The past two years have been some of the toughest years of my life even walk through a battle with cancer. So I know it is, not po- it is absolutely possible to walk through the fire hand in hand with God, filled with peace, filled with joy, continually thanksgiving, no matter what it is that you're facing. These are things that I have wrestled with. And I'm telling you today that it is possible for you to rise up above anything that you are going through right now, whatever it is that you will face, 
that is to come with God by your side, with your eyes focused on Him, with an attitude of thankfulness, with a discipline of prayer, with a joyful attitude resting in your spirit, we can overcome and we will overcome. And we will be those trees planted by the river, bearing fruit in all season for generations to come. Isn't that the desire of our heart? The battles that I'm facing right now, it's not stuff I want my children to go through. So I fix my eyes on Jesus and I fight and we stand firm so that the next generation under us can stand under that tree and easily peak the fruit of the suffering that we have endured. And so it's a gift that we give to the generations that are yet to come. And as we teach our children, as we teach the ones that we lead, the ones in our spheres of influence to stand firm, what a gift it is to give to the next generation. The world is fighting against everything that we stand for. Hopelessness is out there. It's so easy to grab hold of. Tearing people down. The things that people say to our children at school. It's so intense. We have to give them something more to anchor into than just social media posts and cool quotes off Pinterest. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks. When we are reading our word and we see these, it's so easy to read over that, eh? Those are like three verses. <laughs> There's not many words in it. But yet God is giving us, and Paul knew this, the, the, the essentialness in all of that. And so he pens them for us. And what I would love us to do as the, um, as the band comes, I would love us to just do a little bit of an exercise. And maybe you're not used to praying out loud. <laughs> but what I would love for us to do tonight is to capture our attention and focus our attention on God again and His goodness. And maybe those things that you're going through seem overwhelming, but I promise you a new day is coming. And as we put his name on our lips and we remember his faithfulness for us, his heart towards us, I really believe that tonight we can shift our focus from inward to outward and upward. That as we again remind ourselves of his goodness, of his sovereignty, of his provision, how he has brought us through and where He will take us to, as we remind our spirits again, as we put those things on our lips, and as we speak them out into the atmosphere tonight, I really, I believe with you and for you that hope is going to come and be restored again. And that we will be spurred on again, as the Word teaches us, again, to run, to run with endurance and perseverance, the race marked out for us. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.